Welcome to the Intuitive Therapist Podcast with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as the angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. This is Janice Cohen, the Intuitive Therapist, here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. I hope you're doing well this week. Um, I've had a great week. It's Friday, preparing for the weekend, and I hope you have some good plans for yourself. I wanted to share something about self-worth today because um, the majority of my work that I do with clients is around self-worth, around self-confidence, and the ability to make solid decisions and take solid action on behalf of their lives. And um, today in particular, uh, the topic of this episode is called, Here's What Happens When You Give Other People Permission to Determine Your Self-Worth. And I really feel like it, it truly is the crux of the work that I do with people. And when I do work with people, one of the things that I have found is, and I know y'all, uh, y'all hear it on this podcast too, is I feel like it is so important for me to share what I've been through, not because I need to hear my own voice, not because uh, of any other reason except that uh, the majority of things that I help people with, I've kind of been through in one way or another. And so I just feel like it's a pretty powerful modality uh, to help people. And today is no different. And when I think about uh, giving permission to others to determine your self-worth, it is something that I had struggled with my whole life until recently. And I don't know the exact moment that I began to put all of my self-worth in the hands of like the boys and the men that I dated. Uh, predominantly, that's, when it, that's where it happened. Uh, but I found myself desperate for approval and acceptance from them over and over and over again uh, throughout my life. Um, and I, nobody taught me how to date. Nobody taught me about self-confidence. Nobody... Uh, I, I didn't have any legs to stand on, um, even though I was a bubbly and excited little girl. And for the most part, my personality hadn't changed much from that as an adult. And I have to say, I kind of love that about me. I'm still this, and I've always been this bright, a bright person uh, in terms of my energy. But as a kid, and honestly, for, like I said, most of my life, until I developed my self-worth in my late 40s, I truly felt like an outcast. I felt like I just never fit in anywhere and I felt largely misunderstood. And, and the reason that I felt largely misunderstood by others because I didn't understand myself. Uh, I wasn't taught, like I said, how to develop a sense of independence or how to navigate all of the potholes of pain that I experienced either in my social relationships or in my dating relationships. And while my parents and siblings, they loved me and supported me and they wanted the best for me, I truly felt like it was, I was left to my own devices to figure out what the hell was happening to me with all of these people and experiences that seemed to just kind of fail around me. And no matter how hard I tried to fit in, I was just not one to be a part of a big group of people. And oftentimes uh, I chose friends very naively 
uh, those friends would later turn on me. And again, I would find myself in my own little world wondering why I wasn't good enough for people to stay friends with me or stay or date me or include me or, you know, treat me well. And I'm not saying all this so that you'll hear, you know, I'm having a little pity party for myself. I swear I am not, but I'm just giving you an idea of what life for me was like. Um, and then you see, here I am now. I, I really, back then, I was in a constant search for belonging and acceptance, but I could really never find it. And I felt resourceless. And that led me to making choices that were rooted in lack of judgment and poor insight all the way around. And I made more mistakes than I can begin to even tell you about. I swear, I felt like I was stepping from one pile of shit to the next. Even though there were great parts of my life, I, I had a good childhood, but personally, I just did not have my shit together. And as I grew older, this lack of self-worth manifested in me naively trusting others and falling head over heels in love with many people who were not good for me. I gave them the power to determine my self-worth, hook, line, and sinker. The buildup of all of that over the years led me to believe that I was, in fact, not good enough. I brought in experiences that seemed to reinforce that. Um, it's so interesting when I think about this time. I, I truly felt like for the majority of my life that I was kind of like a fuck up. It's kind of like no matter what I tried, I couldn't win for losing. Um, and I felt shame because for the longest time, shame was my companion. Shame made me believe that who I was as a human being, as a person, that I was not good enough. It wasn't just guilt. It was uh, beyond that. Uh, and then I, not only I I'd never recognized that, but I also had no freaking clue how to get rid of this companion called shame. And you know what, when we don't believe in our self-worth, we begin to look for it outside of ourselves in people and in things uh, that offer perhaps a temporary sense of worthiness. But you know what, that really never helped me fix what was lacking inside of me. And so I continue to seek validation outside of myself. Again, nobody taught me that validation begins with me. Brene Brown calls this hustling for our worthiness. And I just love that phrase, y'all, because it compl it's completely true of what I used to do and what many of us do. Perhaps you do that. And trust me, y'all, I was hustling like a pro. I spent many years pining for people who were emotionally stunted and emotionally unavailable. And I'm sure you can imagine how all of that ended up. Yep, I found myself to be the fixer, the rescuer, and when I could do that and get some momentary sense of value and significance, I'd actually feel like I mattered, like I was important. But guess what? Never was that returned to me. It was always one-sided where I was working so hard to help the other person um, that I never got back what I needed. It was never, ever even. And again, those moments didn't last long because once I established that pattern of giving, not getting, I was once again left feeling empty with a constant need to uh, get that high of worthiness that was determined by somebody else. So let's just say the feeling of not being good enough was reinforced over and over and over again. It's kind of 
Lovely, huh? Uh, when we carry shame, though, I want to talk about this for a little bit. It makes it hard to be authentic. And it makes it hard to be who you truly are without the fear of being rejected, judged negatively, or socially isolated. If you can't be truly who you are, then you're going to pretend to be somebody else, right? Because you think whoever you're being that's not you is better than the real you. And I'll tell you what, the beauty of all the crappy times that I've had is that it led me to experience two relationships that were pivotal and essential to my growth and achievement of self-worth. And they were two relationships that caused me the deepest, most debilitating traumatic pain. The first relationship was 10 years ago, about 11. And this relationship totally stripped me of any just possible molecule of value that I had of myself. I was so badly emotionally and psychologically violated by this man that I suffered from PTSD for two years. And I had to go into therapy to kind of try to start fixing the brokenness that I had allowed to happen. And the next relationship was two years ago, where again, I accommodated to the needs of my boyfriend at the time, who was terribly conflicted about being in a relationship with me uh, because he was looking out for his needs first, but I was a great catch and he liked to have me around. I was strung along beautifully. He was just wonderful at it. Uh, and it wasn't until I had enough of, you know, really being like number four <laughs> on the number four spot on his priority list that I finally, after one thing in particular happened, it was the camel, the, the straw that brought the camel's back, that I ended it. And in another segment, uh, I talk about uh, the process that happened with my angelic team helping me end this, uh, whereas literally I had an out-of-body experience and I was literally carried out. Um, but if you go listen to the other, uh, the previous podcast, you'll be able to hear that story in full. Fortunately, like I said, my spiritual team helped me out and the toxic relationship was ended for good. And the result of these two incredibly debilitatingly painful relationships was I had no other choice but to develop clear and solid boundaries for myself about who I allowed into my life and how I would allow not only them to treat me, but more importantly, how I would regard myself and my choices. So I can really, I can thank these two cruel human beings simply because I needed them to be the way they were so that I could become who I am. And I've done a great deal of work on myself and as many people who've been late bloomers in their late forties, which I can honestly say I, I'm a late bloomer, uh, I found myself finally. And more importantly, I found myself worth the beauty of all of this, y'all, is that I don't hold any contempt for these people, these two teachers in my past. They were teachers. And they helped me become strong and self-confident as a woman. And I wouldn't trade a moment of that, oddly enough, for who I am now and how I feel about myself now and who I've become. So how can you stop the endless loop of giving others the power to determine your self-worth? That's the crux of this conversation today. And simply put, I'll tell you this, you have to stop looking outside of yourself for validation. And you've got to practice from just moment to moment, forget about week to week or year to year, moment to moment, day to day, the art of truly loving yourself. And being that person inside you 
that you're seeking outside of yourself. So whenever you're, whatever you're looking for from other people, praise, uh, accommodation, love, friendship, fidelity, kindness, compassion, excitement. You've got to be that for you first. I had to learn that shit. It was hard. It was hard earned wisdom, but that is the only way I changed my life. Y'all you've got to be who you think you're searching for outside of you. And then your whole life will change. You're going to draw in new and beautiful experiences as you raise your vibration. Understand that what you experience now is a full and constant reflection of how you truly feel about yourself in your life. If you're constantly having shitty experiences, constantly having things go wrong, I don't want you to blame yourself. What I'd rather you do is go within and look at what's your mindset like? How critical and negative are you on a daily basis? How, what, how much helplessness do you practice? How much anger do you carry? How much contempt for people do you carry from your past, your parents, your friends, your former mates? Again, it all comes down to you. That's a great thing. And it's also a real hard thing. But the bottom line is you can change your life. So you have to give yourself everything that you would outwardly seek. And then you'll be able to bid that shame a hearty goodbye for the last time. And I could tell y'all, if I can do it, you can do it. And I believe in you. I have faith in you. And if there's any way that I can be of service and help you, please, please, please reach out. Let me know. But also, I've done a lot of talking about self-development on my podcast. I, I can't remember how many episodes I have, but I have like 100-something. So go back and listen to some of these other ones if you have any questions about who you are, how to move forward, what challenges you face. And I really have a feeling that you'll be able to get some good golden nuggets. I always ask this, but I'm going to ask it again. If you have anything you'd like me to talk about, if you're struggling with something that you can't figure out, whether how to navigate through relationships or family or spiritual development, or it doesn't matter what it is. I always love it when people write to me and say, can you please talk about this? Or I'm struggling with this. Um, it would be my pleasure to develop an episode around whatever topic it is, because let me tell y'all, you're not the only ones going through it. Uh, and so, any, any one person that reaches out to me lets me know that I have the opportunity to help thousands. I love you. I hope this was helpful today. Please go within. Please stop giving your power away to other people to determine your self-worth. Stop giving your body away. Stop giving your mind away. Stop giving your hope away. Letting it hinge on what other people say and do on your own behalf. And with that, I hope that you have a blessed day. A wonderful week, and as always, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend. And be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in. 